Welcome back to our sixth episode of season season three of Calling an Audible. Alongside my co-host Greg Johnson, I'm Travis Canorier, and today we welcome back Hunter Plant. Hunter, how are you doing? Great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, it's always a pleasure. Just missed you too much not to bring you back, Hunter. You know how it goes. A lot of people miss me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah Especially being you're leaving for yeah. basketball on Thursday yeah, with the guys. Yeah, yeah. But Trav. I, I just want to tell you that the Gophers are better than the Badgers. Whatever. Um, let's go to a more important game that happened this weekend, LSU versus Alabama, one versus two. What are your thoughts on that, Greg? Hunter, what are your I thoughts? I loved every second of Alabama losing. Yeah. I, every thought of Alabama going down is what America cheers for. It's just a tough position. I mean, LSU going into Bryant-Denny Stadium and pulling out a big yeah. W, It's that's impressive. I mean, if Joe Burrow doesn't win the Heisman, I think there's something wrong. Yeah, I that mean, was kind of... He's unbelievable. That was kind of his Heisman moment, you he, feel. You know, he's a lot like, you know, I guess you could say RG3 kind of coming out of the blue is to win the Heisman his year, and now Joe Burrow, a guy who couldn't make it at Ohio State. Yeah. And, you know, now at LSU... I mean, he's he's unbelievable. He's got that team playing, you know, unbelievable ball, and I don't know if they're the favorite for the national championship, but I think they got to be up there. I mean, I, at this point, yeah, with the way they're playing. If yeah. you think about it, Ohio State four Heisman contenders, if you really think about it, Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's true. And the other three, that's impressive. Yeah. I'm just visualizing right now Clemson and LSU in the championship game. Is that, is that how you think it's going to go down? I, I don't see Ohio State losing. Yeah, I, I really don't. I mean, I it's, a good, it's a good team. pick between any of those three teams. Mm-hmm. But LSU is definitely going to be one of them. Yeah. I mean, do you think Alabama gets into the playoff? No, as a four? I think Georgia's the better team. Georgia I, has to lose, and Alabama can't lose. I mean, now, which right, they won't, Alabama's not going to be in the SEC yeah, championship unless LSU loses, yeah. right? So, But they did before. Jo- yeah, no, before, I know. And they I, won it. They came in as a four and won it. So, yeah, I mean, it's happened before. I think it's going to be hard for the college football committee to keep them off, but I just don't see how you can keep, you know, and Georgia has that loss against South Carolina as what, 17, 20 point, you know, yeah. favorites. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I, you know, there's teams on the outside like Oregon and, you know, Utah, Utah. and overrated. Roll the boat, Minnesota. I mean, who has you a mind. chance to sneak in there? If, if, if Minnesota goes undefeated, you can't keep them out. I'm sorry. So you let's can't. say this. Well, they have to win the Big Ten championship for them to get in, though. That's the thing. So let's say this. Say LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. Okay. L- Georgia will have two losses, so yep. they're basically eliminated. Yeah, fair. Who's at fourth? Let's say the winner, Oregon and Utah, more likely play in the Pac-12 championship game. Who Who gets in? I mean... The committee says they want to have teams that win their conference championship. Mm-hmm. So Oklahoma, probably, and then the winner of Oregon-Utah. But you also have the play, pure playoff privilege of Alabama, who has a coach, Nick Saban, who has a recruiting class. They're always within the top five recruiting classes, and they have that pedigree. They've won national championships before, and they've been there. So another scenario there, too, is if the Gophers do go undefeated, which there's a decent chance if they there beat Iowa, they beat Northwestern, which they should, they have a chance to beat Wisconsin. They lose to Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship game. They have one loss. Mm-hmm. So you have the Pac-12 champion, more than likely going to have one loss. Do you, and then Georgia, in your scenario, has two losses. Yes. So do you put in Alabama, uh, you know, a Pac-12 team with one loss, whether that's Oregon or Utah or Minnesota? I think you have to put 
Alabama in. Yes. With one loss. I agree with that. But there's going to be some things with that where Alabama is the same schedule as Minnesota, right? I mean, they didn't play anyone. Technically, if you look at non-conference. Right, yeah, non-conference. They didn't play anyone. They Their best team they've beaten is, I don't even know who they've beaten. They would have, they would have played Auburn. Auburn. They yeah, would, right. Auburn so, last Auburn's the Iron Bowl very last okay, game so of the season. So that – so. I don't know if if the I Gophers mean they trounced Texas A and M. That was but probably their most notable. A and M is probably going to be a close to a five hundred team. Yeah. But if you look at the Gophers, would have beaten Wisconsin, ranked a team, team that's ranked in, yep. within the top fifteen all year. Yep. Iowa, ranked another team. ranked team, and then Penn State, Penn State, a team five. that at the time was four. Right. So it's like if you look at the resumes. But another thing come to me is like a, a simple factor would be if you take the two teams, Minnesota and Alabama, if they were to play at a neutral site, who would win? Just, Alabama. Exactly. That's that's what it comes down to me. Like right now, if you look at the rankings, I think Minnesota had a Baylor. I agree with that. If you take Minnesota and Baylor and they play at a neutral site, I think Minnesota wins. So if Alabama loses to Auburn and Auburn's not making the playoff. Nope. Um, not a chance. And Georgia loses in the SEC championship game. Then you got that debate where you have two one-loss teams if the Gophers go on, finish undefeated and then Oregon, let's say, wins a Pac-12, you're probably taking Oregon because of their only loss was to Auburn. Let's not forget about Oklahoma, but too. at the same time, yeah, Oklahoma's in there, too. So they need to, you know, lose to, I don't know, who they have left. They play Baylor, and I think they play. Okay, so they could lose to Baylor. So yep. if there's three one-loss teams, I mean, I don't know what you do. Because Minnesota's got. Baylor, TCU, to, and Oklahoma State. That loss to Ohio State wouldn't look bad. No. And they, they've got, they ha, they'd have a reasonable argument to make the playoff. But Oklahoma would have that again, that have that. Right. That. Big 12 championship game right. where they'll probably play Baylor or Texas. Again, who's their best win, though? Texas? Baylor this week. Baylor, um, let's yeah. Let's look. Houston, South Dakota, UCLA, Texas Tech, Kansas. Texas at the time was 22. West Virginia, Kansas State where they lost. Iowa State where they beat by one last week. Right. So you can't really tell me that their resume is better than Minnesota's if they A, will. Minnesota's, or B, Oregon, or Utah. Uh, so I don't know. It, it's interesting. It's up for debate, and I really think it's... I think the Gophers should have been higher. You think so? I think they should have been higher Well, they made the biggest Utah. jump into the top ten in, what, college ranking history yeah, with the nine spots. Yeah. Yep. And then I think Ohio State is also the very first team ever to drop down even after they won from yeah. number one to number two. The Gophers have the best wide receiver duo they also, in the Big Ten. Actually, I'd in argue the in the country. In I don't the know country. The They also have the most... Their trio of running backs have the most yeah, yards. Is really good. And Morgan's doubting a lot of people. Alabama has a, has three first round wide receivers. That's because they're Henry Alabama. Henry Ruggs, uh, Devontae Smith, and Jerry Judy. Those yeah. three will be three first round draft picks. Mark my words. Guarantee only one of them has a successful. Uh, and well, one's NFL probably career. one of the Dolphins. So. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Fair enough. The new um, Cleveland. Miami. Greg, what are your thoughts on Colin Kaepernick getting a trial from NFL? Gears? You know, I'm just curious to see if he's still any good. Because we all remember when, was it John Harbaugh that coached yep. the 49ers before he went to Michigan? That system they ran where he basically ran the Lamar Jackson offense the current day, they ran that with Colin Kaepernick. And then towards the tail end of the career of Colin Kaepernick's very short tenure after he signed that huge contract, they decided to go more of a pocket passing because... Don't get me wrong, Colin Kaepernick has a great arm. I've heard he's got a cannon. Mm -hmm. Absolutely phenomenal when it comes to throwing the ball. It's just, I think he struggled with reading the defenses. It's similar to the stance of Michael Vick, where really good at running, could throw the ball, just a pure laser athlete. arm, just pure yeah. athlete, but that's all he had. Yeah. There's another thing, too, with like, I think after a while, teams started figuring out Colin Kaepernick and how he Yeah, they offense. just understood his gameplay. 
I, I don't know. I think I don't know if it's a PR stunt, but I I just don't see a team taking a chance on him just because of all the baggage that comes with him. I mean, don't get me wrong, like. People forget he was maybe a top five quarterback oh, when yeah. he was in the league, oh, right? Yeah. Like he, especially in terms of fantasy football. I mean, yeah, he took he took the 49ers to the, the Harbaugh Bowl. Harbaugh Bowl, yeah, and you know brought the team back. I think they're down what twenty four or something in that game. So I mean, this is a court. He's a good quarterback. I mean, what is he a third round pick or something like that? So, uh, I think it's fourth or fifth. But three but. years is a long time to not play NFL football. Yeah, it, I mean, it it really is. So I don't know. It, I just don't see. But even as like, what if he's like a valuable backup? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, you look at RG three. I mean, that guy was out of league. The for Heisman a year. package. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember, yeah. see that Baltimore that was, and yeah. the Heisman package with Mark yeah. Ingram, Lamar, and. That was awesome. Triple option. Hey, I just don't know if a team, you know, I mean, especially in the offseason when a guy like Cam Newton's probably going to be out there. You're probably taking yeah. Cam Newton over or, Colin yeah. Kaepernick. So, yeah, Cam Newton's going to. I mean, he's, he's not going to be Carolina at the end of the no, year. No, I mean, because they gone. got a guy in Kyle Allen who's having a good year. He so, came out of nowhere. Yeah, so. Well, not really. He's a five star recruit in, college, in high school. Well, he, I guess. Texas that's fair. He has the name. I mean, and he was, I think he was Kyler Murray's backup. So, okay. Um, that's tough. I guess I didn't really follow him that much yeah. to know. So, I don't know. It, it might be a PR stunt, but I think he, he can still play, but I just don't know if a team would take him. I just mean, if you can play, you can play. Right. And at his level and what he was able to do, I think there's a spot for you on a team right. somewhere. Whether yeah, no, it's quarterback, receiver, running back, yep. or like a special package kind of guy. Yep. But, you know, I I'm just I guess I'm tired of all the drama that comes with this entire thing because, yeah, he had the National Anthem protest, whatnot. But it, like you said earlier, he comes with too much baggage. He had a chance with the Baltimore Ravens was a couple of years ago, but I think his girlfriend said mm-hmm. tweeted something and mm-hmm. that absolutely ruined the chance. Mm-hmm. I don't see – I don't think there's an NFL collusion against him. I really don't. No. I mean, you're you, – you know, you could put him on a contender, like Trav said, to be a backup. You know, if a guy – you know, you could put him on, quote, let's say the Vikings. The Vikings aren't going to take him, but – Absolutely not. If he – you know, Vikings are a contender, right? He's not going to start, but he can make a lot of money as a backup. I mean, that just might be his best option. The Vikings aren't going to take him, but <laughs> – Can't afford anything. They can't even afford right. peanuts at the Walmart. Right. But, you know, we're just going to – move out of the NFL because there's been some interesting tidbits that regard the MLB. I'm not sure if any of you heard about the Astros and the baseball scandal. I did. I can't say I'm surprised that they used a center field camera to assist them in stealing signs from catchers. And the word on the street is whenever they had an off-speed pitch coming, they'd take a bat and bang a trash can. And you and I don't know if you saw that video on Twitter, but That's it was legit. Video. Like yeah. that was a legit video where there was a fastball, nothing, and then a changeup on the outside corner. Hey, bang, there's bang, something. Bang, yeah, yeah. I mean, it. But this is a team who this is a you know franchise who really has done things differently for a long time. Yeah. Like they've had, especially when the owner and the GM took over, just right? Changed the face of baseball, what it was. And but, they're what three weeks, you know. Away or three weeks ago, they were had this big scandal with uh, Roberto Azuna, right, with the locker room and the, yeah. So that yeah. <laughs> assistant GM, things was. are bad in Houston right now. I can tell you that much. When it rains, it pours. You know what they say. But but do you have a problem with it? Do you think? Do you have a problem stealing? I mean, stealing signs been a part of the game since. But the I think there's a difference. I think if you're a second base and you have. Yeah. You know, if you have like, let's say you're a second base and I'm you're hitting and I want to see a still, fastball, and that's still that is still legal. You MLB can still today. do that because that's. You I know, think it's, it's absolute BS that they have a camera situated in center field to zone in on a catcher's hand right. signals to the pitcher, and then they decode it with the TV in the hallway. Well, and the interesting thing is that there was no one on second base. 
and yeah, or a third base or anything like yeah. that. So no, that's it, it was either person first or just no one because there's some players on that team that didn't want anything to do with it. You know, right. fine, that's their right. But there's some players that could only hit when they had were told what the signs were. Well, you, right. you hear about their splits. Like Carlos Correa at home hit like yeah. 412, D- and on the road he user. hit like 138. Hmm. Yeah, Bregman's OPS was like 805, hmm. and on the at home, on the road it was like. So I guess we can thank Mike. 400. Mike Fires, Mike Fears, I, I think it's Mike Fears, something Fires. like that, who literally told everyone at Oakland and Detroit saying, hey, when you go to Houston, this is what to expect because they do this and it's not an actu- it's well, not I a mean, joke. If you're a catcher, you're always, I, I feel like MLB, like they're going to pick you signs any sort of situation, like through cameras, through anywhere on the base pass, whether there's someone on second base. So it's like as a catcher, put down more than two signs. Well, that's what, the, know, there's that's a what, Chicago I mean, White Sox pitcher that caught on to it. And then he brought the catcher out to the mound and said, hey, they're clearly stealing our signs. Yeah, we need to switch so, it up. So I mean, they did that more. Well, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I mean, it's always been a part of the game. Put down more than two signs. I don't care for under You know, it's like football week to week. They're always changing their audibles. You know True. what I mean? Because, I mean, if you – it's like stealing audibles. I mean, if if you say something at the line and then they say, okay, I know what this is, you got to change it. So it's – Right, but like does Travis that said, involve a TV camera? No, but that's what Travis is saying is have more than two signs if you don't have a camera. Like he's that saying if a guy's at second base, you know, have more than two signs. But that doesn't get rid of the main point no. of should this even be allowed? What should be the repercussions to Houston? I mean, it is home field advantage technically, but. You can't even look at it that way. That's like saying no, the not. New England yeah. Patriots with yeah. their Spygate situation yeah. where they recorded the Jets' defensive yeah. play calls and signals. That You're saying that's, that's okay. That's different they went into their practice, though. This is, but it's still the, the same principle of recording the other team yes, and what they do. If you're the other team, you can stop this. If you pick up on, hey, they're just, they're laying off these nasty change-ups on the outer half of the play. So instead of punishing the person that's doing the crime, you're just going to tell the victim to just do something I'm different? I'm just saying they shouldn't, be, they shouldn't overreact because this is something they could have prevented by giving more than two signs. Because when you watch the video, the catcher, he lays down a sign or two signs. That doesn't get rid of the problem, though. Okay, what if, the, what if he's laying down two signs and you can see it through the catcher's legs? At first base, you can call it the signs. Okay, well, yeah, that'd be the catcher's fault for not closing his yeah. legs, and you can or see. His, but that still, if you see the signs. signs from the field as a player, that is legal. That's been legal since the inception of baseball. What is not legal is using a camera, feeding it to your dugout, and banging on a trash can, saying, "Hey, a curveball's coming." I'm just saying they should. Okay, but another to interesting this. thing too is what's the difference between, you know, I'm not, I'm not defending the Astros by any means, but what's the difference between watching film? Yeah. Right? Or, it's the same thing. Or like picking if, up on tendencies you know, and counts. If, like, especially in football and basketball, you're always watching film. True. So you know what these teams are doing. And I'm not, and I'm not defending the Astros because they were cheating. Okay? I'm not saying that. But it, it's, it, there's a fine line, I think. Is it cheating? Yes. But you're still watching I guess film. the only difference to me is that it's not live during the game. Right. But... I, I mean, it what, needs to be addressed, so, and my understanding is the Astros aren't the only team to do it. I'm They're sure the ones that got teams. caught. Yeah, I'm sure the other team that do it. Because yeah. I was reading an article on the Athletic, and they said it's it's not just the Astros; it's more. So, so what are they? What's the repercussions? <sighs> Draft picks, I, big fine. You can't take away the can't take away the World Series. I mean, do you take? Oh yeah, you can't take. Otherwise, yeah. Because they did win game seven on the road. Yeah. So, I mean, that, they did point that out. <laughs> so, I mean, I, do you take away international money? Do you, you know, you can't take away money because you're it's gonna, a You're going to have so. to punish them somehow. I guess that's why, I, what, Manfred? That he's, Yeah, he's commissioner of the MLB right now. Yeah. That's his decision to make. He, he's got a lot on his plate to figure out. I'm surprised we haven't heard anything big out of the news. 
other than just the headline saying, hey, the Astros I cheated. mean, what does taking away draft picks in baseball really do for you? Not much because no, you still have 40 have rounds. So 40. in football, it's a little different. If you take a first, second-round pick, I mean, it's going yeah, to hurt. Well, even first-rounders in the MLB, that's still... Right. You're still four years away from making an impact. I don't know I don't know what happens. It, it's an interesting it, thing. I guess I we'll have to wait and find out. Right yeah. But. Hey, we're going to move on, Travis, to our favorite hockey team. Oh, gosh. So let's just talk about that because we haven't really had a chance to address other than our every now and then saying, hey, how much we hate the Wild right now. But they started the season with four straight losses, handedly. They came back and beat the Senators 2 to nothing, lose two straight again, had a two-game winning streak, lost. They won against the Kings and three losses in a row, and then picked up a win. Two win. They went two and two in their last four games. They no. play the record is what now? Six, six and eleven. Six and six eleven. They're in the bottom of the central division, three points behind Chicago, and they are fifteen points behind St. Louis. For Grant, first. For first. Granted, this is early season. You can't really do much in the first two months. Yeah. You can't can't make any predictions because St. Louis at right. half last year, bottom right. like, trash can and then they're winning the Stanley Cup. Right. So I don't know, Trav, what do you think? Do they blow it up now, just pull the plug and try and get a top draft pick? Do they tank? I mean, that could or be Or do they option. ride this out? Because we've talked numerous times off show about those contracts of Parisi and Suter. Yeah. You cannot trade those. Nope. No one wants no them. them. Suter would be the only one you'd be able to get rid of, but you have or to trap. Sort of you have to attach a high draft pick for any team to say, and you don't okay. want to do that. Nope. No, because they need those draft picks. Parisi, is only option is probably going to get bought out at the end of the season. That's the only thing I see happening with them because – He's getting paid seven some million dollars for forty points a season. Yeah, that's just for a top and of line player. Only what fifty games a year? Yep, yeah, roughly around. Back well, if you, you know. think about though, forty points in fifty games, not the worst. No, but, but you're you're paying <laughs> this guy to pay, play eighty two games. Yeah, to score eighty two points. Right, exactly. He's the only hard nosed hockey player the Wild have. I I argue that. I mean, I said from the start when they gave these guys contracts in, what, 2012, whatever yeah, it was, something that, like that. this was going to come back to bite them because to give two guys the same 14 exact contract. 14-some years. I, I mean, mean, it was, a, it was hailed as one of the best signings at that time, but everyone knew that it was, like you won, said, going to come back and bite They won, what, one playoff series in those seven They made years? it out the first round once. Exactly. And so <laughs> they, lose to, they lost Chicago every time they met in the playoffs. Right, I, and then they've traded all their draft picks to get these guys who would think that's would on make... Chuck Fletcher for just making stupid draft picks. He drafts well. Chuck Fletcher drafts pretty good. I w- I'll give him that. But his who Matt Dumba? That's the only one. Eric Sinek? He hasn't done anything. Well, well, when you're stuck on the fourth line for the first seven years of your career, yeah, now he's getting top line mis- minutes and still has to produce. Luke Cunning has been disappointing so far. Charlie Coyle was a. Uh, well, no, he didn't even get drafted. Well, he got drafted by the Sharks in the Brent Burns trade. But yeah. Yeah, he's a slight glimmer of him. We got rid of Brett Burns for practically nothing. Anyway. Um, Anyways, just saying Chuck Fletcher has had some bright spots in drafting. I believe he was dra- he's the one that drafted Kirill Kaprizov. He did draft him. But so we get to see where he is. But you don't is. know what that kid's going to be like until he gets over here. Well, rule of thumb is if you shred the KHL, you're going to do pretty good in the NHL. It Rule depends of, of who you're with. Anyway, that will lead us to our next topic. Is he coming? Well, you never... He better be. You never, is say. he coming? Trav, you never address. Should they blow it up? Should they pull yeah, they up? Yeah, they should. 100%? I mean, if they can. But, I mean, there's really... Again, you hit it on the outside head. Of, outside of the contracts. Outside of those two 
or you can say Miko Koivu's contract too. Those they're taking up a lot of cap space. Yeah, and so well, Miku's on one year left. He ain't. This is his. He'll, this he'll is a swan done. song. He's yeah, he's done, done at the end of this year. So do you trade Dubnik? I think yeah, another contract. What are you gonna get a third rounder for him? You need to get something for him. I know he's been injured, injured this year, but I mean he has not played like anything. He's. I know they're looking to, at trading Donato. They're looking at trading Fiala and Eriksonak. I mean, that makes no sense. There's to been me. some if rumors you, that Buffalo wants to trade Casey Middlestad and Sam Reinhart. I think some package getting Casey Middlestad back home for. I think Fiala would be a decent trade for that Reinhart and. Are you going back to this cute little Minnesota thing where we get our own players? Hey, I, I'm still envisioning one day where the Minnesota Wild have all Minnesota players. Yeah, and we're bottom of the division like we are right now. You just don't throw hope in the Minnesota pond. Nope. Um, but it's just, I don't, you can't so, yeah, do much with those contracts. It's, it's, you're not wrong. But, hey, so Kirill Kaprizov, the impression right now is that he will join the team at least at the start of next What's season. What's holding him back? I, I honestly don't know. So he he's currently signed with his year. contract. A few years ago, he signed a three-year deal or something mm-hmm. like that. But KHL structured a little bit different where their con- his contract doesn't end until, I think it's when playoffs roughly begin for the yeah. NHL. And the KHLs they're done playing a month or two, but yeah. the contract just extends. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that's how it works. And I don't foresee the KHL letting him out early. So how old is he? He's 21, right now, 22. He's 22 years old. Basically, yeah. you're ready to jump in and on any NHL team. Yeah, he's 22 years old. Yeah. But just and he was a what, second, third round draft pick? First? Fifth rounder. He's a, oh, fifth, fifth rounder. He's a, really? Oh. He's a diamond in a rough. Really? Wow. Undersized, undervalued, and just had a wicked shot. Wow. That's really what he was. And then this 18-year-old just go plays, I think it was CSKA Moscow, yep. and just led the team in... I think point production, to yeah, be honest. through 23 games this season, Kaprizov has 13 goals and 25 points. That's pretty good. 13 games, you said, Trav? Yeah, through 23 games. 23. Through 23 13 games. 13 goals, 25 points. It's about a point a game. Point just a game. above a point a game. And just for reference, the leading goal scorer for the Wild, six. The leading assist uh, getter, eight. That's Eric Stahl again. So 14 points through. <laughs> I mean, KHL and NHL are different. For, yeah. But. Again. That's just something the Wild have. No, they haven't had a game breaker since Marion Gabrick. That's the only glimmer of hope I have when it comes to the Minnesota Wild. They're gonna they're gonna have to put everything they have in this guy and build around his talent because they have nothing else. Dumba is the only other bright spot on the team. But Gurren City is not worried about Kaprizov making impact when this happens. He is not expecting the forward to swoop in as a savior for the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> so I think if you're blowing well, it up, it starts at the top, and they've already done that with the GM. And mm-hmm. now they need to do their coach. You think Boudreaux is part Boudreaux of the problem? I think Boudreaux needs to get out to too, yeah. I think he needs to I mean, it. he's in a tough position as well. He's Yeah, he's stuck with a group of guys that just don't have the talent. He's right. trying to make them work for every second. And, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, It's just a talentless roster. And Boost Boudreaux is notorious for not doing anything in playoffs. Yeah. Great regular season coach. Yeah. Great regular season coach. You did that with the coach. Ducks, too. Yeah. Dragged them to the playoffs, sure. and they just get kicked right out. Sure. They didn't win unless they had Randy Carlisle behind the bench. But, you know, that's just – what do you do? It's Minnesota Isled because they don't win. Yeah. So they don't deserve a W. No, they don't. Those idiots. But, you know, Trav, have you been keeping up with the topic on the NBA of – what is it, load management? Is that what they call this? No, Greg, you have to inform me on this one. <laughs> so – the biggest thing is Kawhi Leonard a couple weeks ago. There's a national televised game where they played the Bucks, and you know Kawhi versus Giannis. Yep. That huge marquee matchup. Yep. Kawhi sat out because of load management because he's quote unquote 
injured. Basically kind of like resting your players. Yeah, okay. so I forgot who did it a lot a couple of years. I, yeah, I think Toronto did it with Kawhi a lot. Well, yeah, LeBron last James year. has done it. LeBron James, yeah, when I mean, he was with Kawhi Cleveland, he loaded. Kawhi Leonard. I mean, actually, the team notorious for starting it was San Antonio when they had Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili. Tony yeah, Parker. but in all fairness, those guys are old, especially when they started it. Yeah, but still, they're resting these guys on national TNT. Was mad because oh, they were pissed. They were mad because no, TNT no. wants to watch, wants to see the best guys play. I, they want to see Steph Curry versus Tim at the time. Tim Duncan. Tony. Yeah. So like, no, I, I don't doubt that. It but. is re- beyond ridiculous. Like. Michael Jordan, I think I read a stat. He, <laughs> he nine nine seasons where he played eighty two games. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like now you would never see anything like. No, that. you see seventy five, seventy. Yeah, but you would never see a player play. What was that thing with Jordan? He Jimmy also Ronick? because how he owns the majority of the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. He was on record saying, "I don't pay you to play anything less than eighty two games." I see. And he's he right. got a point. Oh well, no, he, how's he wrong? He's not wrong. And he's the owner. He has every right to that's say that. That's the exact thing I say. Kawhi Leonard's. What what is he is he the highest paid player in the NBA? I'm not sure, but they're playing they're there. paying these guys to play all 82 games yeah. plus whatever amount of games they have to play in the playoffs. So it's ridiculous. You're gonna play basketball, and I'm paying you to play basketball for all 82. What if games. it's actually for like an actual injury? Well, okay, that's what that's, that's what the, that's what they said for Kawhi, but then it came back and said, no, he's technically injured, but he's not really injured. So they fined the Clippers fifty thousand dollars for that. Because isn't this Mark Cuban's idea of kind of just like? Well, he's one of the uh, people that support it. He's quoted oh, as saying, okay. "It's all data driven. We're not." Going okay, let's just mess with the league and our meal ticket to fans to do something just because it might be interesting. We spend so much money not just on analytics for predictive reasons, but also for biometrics so we know how smart we can be. I understand the science behind it. You're sure, whatever. You rest a guy in the second half of a back-to-back, they're going to be dead anyways. You know, but for me, being a diehard Timberwolves fan, if I go to a Timberwolves game and Carl Anthony Towns is out, oh, I'm, I'm not because gonna... of load management, I'm not going to watch a Timberwolves game. If I drive five hours down to the cities. And I, and Carl Anthony Towns isn't in there because he's not hurt, but he's they're resting him. Right. I'm gonna be mad. So these fans want to see the best players play each night in night yeah. out. I was in Chicago last week and I got to watch the Lakers play the Bulls. That's one of the cool parts of my trip. And I I agree with you. If LeBron James and AD were not playing, I would care less about Alex Caruso and right. Kyle Kuzma playing. You don't go to watch those guys play. No. You go to watch LeBron James. And I Anthony went Davis. to go watch Anthony Davis over LeBron James, which was funny because Anthony Davis had an atrocious game. Right. Really awful. But LeBron got his third consecutive triple double. That was cool to see. But no, I, I totally agree with your point. Fans want to see the star players. That's what gets them there. And that's what needs to stop is that fans pay to watch the best and the nba doesn't seem to be doing yeah. anything about it so you, you pay the bills yep, exactly. yeah they pay the bills so you give what they want so exactly. what's your thoughts on like when an nfl team has clinched a playoff spot and they arrest their starters for the playoffs do you agree with that no no i don't i absolutely do i think i don't i don't know it's it's tough because let's say you're a wild card team and you play the next week then yeah i agree with it but if you're a team who won your division have two weeks off then play you know what yeah. I mean? Like, if you have a week off, you can play because sometimes having two weeks off is hard. But if you have a week off, you know, I, I say play play all. That's what preseason's for. But then what if they? What if your star quarterback or running back gets injured? That's the thing. I, yeah, I understand I mean, that's the reason why you don't want anyone getting hurt before going to the playoffs because you need them. But, but also, I, think, I th- also think it's apples and or- oranges because 
the Clippers aren't even what 15 games in and they're already resting this guy. Okay, yeah, that 67 yeah. games left. Like game, you know, week 17 football takes a toll on you. You have one bye week. Like I get that. I know what you're saying, but because the fans again, they yeah, want to go see Tom Brady. Yeah. They want to see all them. So it, it's it's a tough thing. But I mean, er, this early in the season, you can play unless, unless you're really hurt. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just my. That's just our sense on that. I like I said, I don't really care much for load management. When I played sports, I wanted to play all the time. There's not right. really days where I want to take a day off. Yeah. If that if I'm playing a game and getting paid a bajillion dollars, yeah, you know. Like, but again, that's part of the guaranteed money that we talk about in football. Yeah, no matter not, if you pay or play or not, you're still getting that guaranteed money. That's There's no guaranteed money in the NBA. You know what I mean? So yeah. that, so so you got to watch out for yourself too. That's the thing. That's an interesting thing oh, I don't know. about it. How much is KD getting paid this year for I, not playing? I'm not. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. And then you get an ACL injury and you're never really able exactly. to come back. Exactly. So that's another interesting yeah. thing, too, is in the NFL, you, Kirk Cousins getting $84 million. No matter if he plays well, plays doesn't play at all, plays bad, he's still getting that $84 million at the end of the year. So. No, I'm pretty sure. I think the NFL is one of the very few that don't have completely guaranteed contracts. I'm pretty sure the NBA is guaranteed. Is it? I'm pretty it, sure. It, I don't know. The MLB is guaranteed. Know. The NHL is guaranteed. I think I mean, the NFL, NFL you get partially or, you know. Yeah, you Kirk get Cousins game day checks and incentives full, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Kirk Cousins set the standard. And Maybe NBA is guaranteed, but I still I'm pretty know sure that is. players are, you know, still looking out for them. Yeah. But, hey, Trav, before we wrap things up, let's go over our MMA bets we did a couple weeks ago. I wouldn't call them bets, but our picks. Yeah, sure. So, we'll call them picks because I just I just want the people to know. We better not be betting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg, you had a total of four points. I had a total of three <laughs> um, we both picked Wonder Boy to beat Vicente Luque, and we, I, you picked a submission. I picked second round knockout. Neither of them happened. He won by decision. Darren Till versus Kelvin Gastelum. Greg, you picked right. Split decision win. <laughs> I picked unanimous decision. And then for the main event, uh, Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. Greg had Nate Diaz second round knockout, yeah. which did not happen. Was it a third round TKO? Yeah, for Jorge Masvidal, not yeah. Masvidal by unanimous decision. So you ended up winning the first ever MMA calling an picks. audible MMA picks. Because betting isn't Greg. allowed. Good job, Greg. I'm pat, proud myself, of you. pat myself on the back for that one because I don't really know a whole lot about MMA. I'm gonna be open and honest about that. It's not something I'm totally into, and I know you're into those fights. Mm-hmm. You follow MMA pretty religiously. So I just hey. want to rub it in your face a little bit longer that, hey, my picks are better than yours, and I one know punch, 200% less. One, one punch is all it takes sometimes. Travis, if we ever fought, there's going to be three things that hit. I'm not fighting you. Me hitting you, you hitting the floor, and the ambulance going 90 miles an hour hitting it to the hospital. Good one. That joke hasn't been around since, yeah. like, 1910, by the way, so you that's a good well, one. You know, Hey, if it's old, it's still gold. That's a good one. Gosh, here. Speaking of a joke, how about the Redskins? I just was scrolling through my Instagram. They have not scored a touchdown in a month. Wow. It's been <laughs> October 13th. They they scored a touchdown against the Redskins. They have not scored a touchdown defensively or offensively. Go since Case that Keenum. Day. Case so Keenum. That, that, that's a joke. That That's a joke that's just new to the new to the world. You know what's a joke? The doctor stoppage in the main event last week. What are we doing? Well, I mean, it was ha- happening the same happened in the Anthony Pettis fight. That dude, same cut happened above his, his face was falling off. Yes, but it's Nate Diaz, dude. You could see his brain. Nate Diaz gets better in the later rounds. He I mean, did it. It was after Halloween, so. I mean, yeah, he fit right in with Freddy Krueger. I mean, but yeah. that's what happens when all that scar tissue and you get in wars like Nate Diaz has been in. That scar tissue accumulates and then your skin gets thinner, so therefore it cuts open easier. 
Yeah, but to what point do you want to say, I don't want to have a face only my mother can love? Dude, it's Nate Diaz. He's not in it for a fashion show. He's in it to win fights. You know what's crazy? You say that the doctor shouldn't stop the fight, but when football players get concussions... Okay, okay, no. <laughs> they're all, they all go out there, so that, that's no, just the craziest. You don't understand. It. It's Nate Diaz. Like he, if, if there's one thing he's put on this earth to do, it's to fight people, no matter what. Like, that's that's fair. What he, the Diaz that's brothers fair. are meant to fight. Oh, I'm surprised there's a doctor at an MMA fight, yeah. quite honestly. I think it's just in case someone dies, literally. But, I mean... Why would you need a doctor there, then? In the end, it wasn't like Nate was winning the fight. I thought Jorge won all the rounds before that, so I mean... When do you think of, the rematch is going to be? I think Jorge gets a title shot next. You think um, so? Yeah, Colby Covington and Kamaru Usman fight this December for the welterweight championship of the world. That'd be good. So that'll probably put the winner of that fight on the shelf for at least two months. So I'm thinking summer of probably in Vegas of 2020 it'd be Jorge's title shot for the welterweight championship and then I think maybe fall or winter of 2020 you'd see for the BMF title again but that'd be my guess if I had to guess I'd, what I'd have to guess fair enough no so. he's not fighting Conor McGregor Everyone please, stop please, 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 Stop, please, no. Please. He would destroy Conor McGregor. I don't care. Did you see what he did to Nate Diaz? You see what Nate Diaz did to Conor? Yeah, but think about the PPVs, Trav. The yeah. pay-per-views. Yeah, but if you think about the pay-per-views, Dana White, the best. Dana White wants Conor McGregor to win. So that way he can keep promoting him. If he keeps losing like he did to Khabib, he can't promote well, him Khabib's just psycho, first of all. <laughs> but. Khabib's goat anyway but thanks for tuning in to season three episode six of calling an audible you can catch us debating laughing and having fun all season long on our episodes on apple Podcasts, spotify and youtube you can also follow us on twitter at call audible pod for updates as well as links to our full episodes for my co-host trav our very special guest as always hunter and for myself thanks for listening and we will see you guys on our next episode Calling an Audible is made possible through the assistance of the University of Minnesota Crookston Media Services Department and executive producer James Pogachnik. The views expressed on Calling an Audible are not necessarily the views of the University of Minnesota Crookston or its affiliates.